Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 319 of Weekly Poker Hand. Today we're going to be going through another interesting hand from Texas Card House Live. Check them out on YouTube, TCH Live. We are playing 1-3, no limit. Andre limps the 5-4 offsuit from the middle position. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do not limp with bad hands. When you limp with bad hands, you're just going to have to fold your raises. You're going to be playing garbage hands out of position. Nothing good comes from limping the garbage. If you want to play more hands, do so aggressively and do so a little bit more selectively. Understand you don't have to play every single pot. You just don't have to, okay? You're allowed to fold. Five, four should fold. All right, around to Big Daddy Chaz. He's the player who straddled to $20 under the gun a few weeks ago. And now he's raising a 20 bucks with the 9-8 offsuit, which, you know, if your opponents are limping 5-4 offsuit, and you think the players yet to act are going to be very weak slash passive, I'm all for it. <laughs> you know, if you can make your opponents fold very, very often before the flop or just call and then check fold every flop, you just win these seven, eight, ten dollar pots, whatever they are, by being very aggressive. And that's fine. Trey elects to just call with pocket jacks. They are playing $1,200 deep at this point. So pretty deep stacked, 400 big blinds deep. I think you probably just want to go ahead and put in the three bet with the jacks. Jacks is great. It's, I mean, I've only watched a few hands from this session, but it's obvious to me Big Daddy Chaz came to play. And if he's come to play, well, he's going to be raising the 9-8 offsuit. And if he's raising the 9-8 offsuit, you want to put in the three bets when you have the pocket jacks, right? So I think you want to be three betting to 60 or 70 bucks. And if he four bets, whatever, call, see a flop, go from there. Now, Lucas elects to three bet to 80 bucks from the small blind with ace-king offsuit. From the small blind, specifically facing a $20 raise and a call, you're going to usually want to raise to about a pot size raise plus a little bit more from out of position, especially when we're playing deep stacked. So three times the last bet would be 20 times three, which is 60, plus whatever the caller put in, that goes to 80, plus one more unit, in this case a unit is $20, because you're out of position. So I think you want to raise just a little bit bigger to something like 100, and that's going to give you a little bit more fold equity with your bluffs. Bluffs in this scenario may be ace-10 offsuit. Maybe stuff like queen-10 offsuit. Um, maybe the weaker suited connectors if you think you have fold equity, but I doubt you have fold equity. In this scenario, I don't even know if you want to have bluffs, really. You may just want to be three-betting with a straight linear range of just the best hands. And if that's the case, if they'll call a bigger amount, which they probably will, um, you might as well just get more money in the pot with your straight linear range. So anyway, uh, Big Daddy Chaz has an easy fold with the 9-8 offsuit now, but he decides to call. Pocket jacks at this point is in a pretty gross spot. I mean, you just call, I suppose, and see a flop. You're not exactly set mining because some boards are good enough for you. The problem with re-raising here is that you have to realize that Lucas, when he three bets the small blind to $80 over a raise and a call, that's pretty strong. Um, usually the small blind, I mean, to be fair, the small blind should three bet a lot, but most people don't three bet the small blind all that often, which results in their three betting range just being very strong and linear. If you're against a strong linear range, you don't really want to just get all your money in here with jacks. Because imagine you do make it, let's say, $240, and then Lucas just rips it in for a thousand, his 1100 here with ace-king. <laughs> That's miserably bad. So I, I think you just want to call and see the flop once we get to this point. But Trey definitely should have just three bet the pocket jacks to begin with. If he did, did three bet the jacks... Ace-King probably would have four-bet if, he's, if uh, Lucas is good, and then Trey's in a bad spot there, too. This is, just a, this is just a nasty one for him. Looks like Trey is going to see the flop. We have Ace-King against 9-8 against Jax. 
pops 246 bucks. If you are listening to this on an audio player, is that what those things are called? If you're listening to this on an audio player, you can watch these videos at youtube.com slash poker coaching. So you can see all the action like, well, I'm seeing every once in a while, I forget to say someone's cards or I forget to say the flop. I'm so sorry for that. Please forgive me. I'm just not very smart, everyone. I do my best, but I'm just not very smart. Sometimes I screw up. Please forgive me when I screw up. All right, flop comes 774. Pretty nasty spot for the ace king. Ace king does check. And now, Big Daddy Chaz, I told you all he was loose and aggressive. He bets on the 774. It's aggressive, but I mean, if your opponents are going to fold out way too often, just blast them. Blast them, blast them. So pot's 246. I'd bet medium. He bets 120. Sure. You're going to get called by all the pairs, and you're going to be able to make a lot of those pairs fold by the turn in the river. Also, you know, funny enough, if they know Big Daddy Chaz plays a lot of nonsense like 9-8 offsuit, he also plays 9-7 offsuit and 10-7 offsuit and 8-7 offsuit and 7-6 offsuit, which all have trips, right? So this is a spot where if Trey is reasonable, he probably doesn't have a whole lot of sevens, although he could have some of them, the reasonable ones like A7 suited, maybe King 7 suited, 8-7 suited, 7-6 suited. It's not all that many combinations, is it? Um, so anyway, Trey does call. And at this scenario, look, I've seen enough of Big Daddy Chaz already, a whopping two or three hands, to know that you don't fold against Big Daddy Chaz. You're just in call-down mode. You are holding on to this hand for dear life. All right. Trey does call. And then the Ace-King does fold, which is fine. If you do check this 774, someone bets, someone calls, just get out of the way. Obviously, um... That was a mistake this time because the turn was a set was an ace. I say it's a mistake. That's a joke. Can you all tell that I'm joking? I've been told that sometimes you can't tell when I'm joking. You want to fold when you're in very bad shape, and you're going to be in bad shape against two players here. Turns an ace. I mean, Big Daddy Chaz should keep bluffing. If you somehow found yourself in this scenario, I mean, you got to think Trey's range is a whole lot of middle pair type hands, and those are going to be in pretty rough shape on this ace turn. So the pot now is four hundred eighty-six dollars with a thousand remaining in stacks. I think you want to bet something like. 250 and then you probably want to rip it in on the river looks like he does go 285 i think you want to go slightly smaller on the turn because that's going to result in you having a little bit more fold equity on the river if you don't plan on bluffing the river you should probably bet bigger on the turn to really maximize fold equity against hands like well this pocket jacks this pocket jacks is in a terrible spot now it's very important in this scenario to think about your overall range because in reality, do you have any Ace-X? And the answer is probably just no, right? I mean, I guess you have like Ace-Queen of Clubs, Ace-Jack of Clubs, Ace-Ten of Clubs, like backdoor flush draws on the flop, maybe Diamonds and Spades. But even then, that's not a ton of combinations. And you have all the middle pairs, right? I suppose if you have a bunch of sevens in your range, because you know, like if Trey knows he's loose and splashy, I mean, again, I don't know how Trey plays, but if he is loose and splashy, you can make these folds in this scenario. But this Jacks, a pocket Jacks is actually still a pretty good hand. And if we know Chaz is just blasting like an, an insane amount, all of your bluff catchers, all of them become calls because your opponent's bluffing every possible bluff combination and they have way more bluff combinations than they should to begin with. Like 9-8 offsuit, right? The 9-8 offsuit should have folded to the limp. It should have not raised. It should have folded to the re-raise. I guess it can call the re-raise, but it's, it's not a great hand, right? And if your opponent is taking all these hands and bluffing with them, you have to be way more inclined to be very splashy. And right here, like, is the plan to call turn and call it off on the river? 
uh, sure is gross. Know when you do call turn here, you're calling with all of your aces that you're not folding, and you're calling all of your sevens that you're not folding. You do not want to raise your sevens, by the way, because your opponent's dead or nearly dead most of the time. So as long as you know you're well protected here by studying poker away from the table like we do in the homework at pokercoaching.com, we go through scenarios just like this where we discuss how to play your whole range in these scenarios. That is how you get good at poker. Um, in this scenario, if you know you're well protected, you can fold the jacks because the jacks is really not in very good shape. But if you're not well protected and jacks is one of the best hands in your range, then you kind of have to stick around. Certainly would not fault Trey for folding though. But this just really does, if, if he does get the fold, it's going to show you how powerful Big Daddy Chaz's maniacally aggressive strategy is. And if he does not get the fold, well, we're about to see if Big Daddy Chaz is going to throw in the river bluff. It's actually interesting. A lot of people in Big Daddy Chaz's shoes will bet the flop and the turn, but almost never bluff the river with bluffs. On the other hand, some people always bluff the river with bluffs. And I think you, you want to be bluffing the river really frequently in these spots. And um, if Trey did have an ace, do not fold. Any ace. Like if you have ace two of clubs, you can't fold here. On the turn or the river, you just got to pay. Do not fold the ace against players who are loose and aggressive. That is a really bad mistake. It's pretty unlucky for Trey that the ace came because the ace is just like really bad for him. He's given it some thought. Once you give it this much thought, I think you just have to fold. <laughs> um, and if you, so funny enough, like say he did call there, he does end up folding. Say he did call in that scenario after thinking and feel, looking really pained for like a minute and a half. What's that going to induce on the river? What do you think you're going to induce your opponent to do on the river in that scenario? You're going to induce them to bluff you. So if you've induced them to bluff you, now you really can't fold the river. And what a lot of people do very wrong, especially in the small stakes games, is that they will look really sad on the turn, actually be sad on the turn, and then call. And then their opponent will bet the river and they'll just like snap fold. Not really understanding that they have fully induced Big Daddy Chaz, this loose aggressive player who likes bluffing, they've further induced him to bluff with their mannerism. So if you do him and haw on the turn and call, you have to call the river. You've induced your opponent to bluff the river, so now you just have to call the river. So don't him and haw on the turn and call and then fold the river because then you're just lighting your money on fire. So that's going to be it for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. If you did, click like and click subscribe. And if you feel like it, leave a review. If you're listening to this on an audio podcast, leave a review. That goes a long way to helping the computer overlords know that you all enjoy my content. Good luck in your games. Have fun. And I'll talk to you next time.